Hi, I'm Bill Arnold. Thank you for listening to this podcast. There are many more podcasts available at MyFaithRadio.com. Your support makes this possible. Thank you. And a warm welcome to the afternoon show. I'm Bill Arnold. Looking forward to this hour. We're going to talk about ministry and 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 occupation, and we're going to talk about another very interesting um, service provided by Dr. Kerry Johnson, which is a uh, it's a form of chiropractic care called NUCA, which is something I have benefited from greatly. And he's here with me today. He is the owner of Johnson Spinal Care. And he's got a couple locations, but uh, always glad to just see you in person. Hey, Kerry. Hello. Thank you, Val. Yeah. So let's uh, talk about your journey because you you do this as a ministry, but it's a business. Right? Yeah. And, you know, you got a lot on your plate, but God has called you to do this. And you're, he has. you're healing people all over the place. Uh, you know, I grew up uh, probably a typical Lutheran. Um, <laughs> Did did my confirmation? And yep. Graduated. <laughs> um, you know, I didn't go to church a whole lot after that. Secretly, I secretly enjoyed confirmation though when I was when I was in it. I just didn't tell my buddies. Okay. But I, you know, I think I was interested in God from a, an early age and what that looked like. Uh, but I, unfortunately, I, I really had the wrong picture of who God was which I think so many do. Indeed. And uh, for me, God was the cosmic Santa Claus. Mm. Uh, you know, he he's up there watching me and making sure that I'm I'm good enough. And if I'm a good good person, good guy, I'll get the prize. Okay. You know, and then I'll get to heaven. And I think that's how I, saw, I viewed God. Yeah. And uh, so... Um, was he mad know, at you? What's that? Was he mad at you? Yeah, I don't think he was a, a really loving, happy God okay. with me. I, yeah, I always felt like I came short. Okay. And uh, didn't didn't live up to it, and and honestly, I was so busy living my own life that I really never thought about it. And then got married and had a couple kids, and well, it's time to go to church and get the kids into into church. And and uh, so you know, my wife and I, uh, both of us sing. We met in a choir, okay. And so I sing in church choir, and then um, because I was a business person and. I'm a person who gets things done. Uh, the pastor asked if I wanted to serve on the church council and, you know, kind of did that and got into some leadership way before I really understood what being in leadership was about, say, prematurely. <laughs> and, um, you know, kind of got to see the backside behind the curtain a little bit of how church operates and then didn't find that too attractive. Uh, we had lots of, I don't know, turmoil, I guess, in, in our little Lutheran church. Okay. Uh, and so just went along happy as could be, so I thought. Um, but just the weight of the of life and pressure and trying to live up to being a good husband and dad and father and running a business and trying to be a good citizen, and it just it was just this big weight. Uh, and uh, this one guy in our church kept telling us about this weekend retreat. Ooh, and, the weekend retreat. And uh, hmm. and he actually had me signed up for it a couple of times. I turned turned down, said I'm quite happy where I'm at and in my faith. 
Uh, but the third time, he actually signed me up for it. And uh, so very indignantly, I, I went. And that three days with 50 other men changed my life. It helped me to understand who God really was. Mm-hmm. And I saw the God who loved me. And so it really rocked my world. And I pretty much then disconnected from all of my social life and all of my old habits hmm. and friends and you know all the things I were doing that you know weren't holy and jumped right into the church and became discipled and it was good nice you know I, got, I was interested in the word of God I was hungry and I was learning the word of God and doing Bible studies and um, back then I'm kind of old now but I I got involved in the promise keepers movement sure and, uh, you know, that was uh, another stepping stone for me in being a, a godly man. And uh, so, again, for 10 years, I was, I guess what I call, in the fort and um, disconnected from, you know, the world, so to speak, and growing up in my faith. Mm-hmm. And I remember about 10 years into the journey, and we'd had some couple of transitions in our church that, that were rather stressful, and I, I remember reading The Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren. Sure. And one thing he said in there just totally jumped out at me. He said, the most, he said, most Christians, the last thing they need is another Bible study. And it just really struck me because he was talking about, like, we, we know the Word, we prepare the Word, and talk about the Word in church, but what are we doing out in the community? Mm. You know, to make how a are we putting our faith in action? How, yeah, how yeah. are we changing the world? How are we, you know, leading by example? How are we being salt and light? And mm-hmm. you know, I was like, and I realized I I, I disconnected from my, all my old friendships. Well, that probably I shouldn't have done that. Now I could be an influence to them. Mm-hmm. And so that was really what sparked the the first my first thought about like being outward and being. In, you know, like in the world but not of it, mm-hmm. getting out of the fort, so to speak. And then uh, we had a transitional pastor that had come, and he encouraged me to take another little uh, seminar, one-day thing called Anointed for Business, mm. which was by Ed Savoso. I know, I know Ed. Yeah. And he it's opened great... up my eyes to the Scripture in Acts and the whole idea of, tent making. You know, here's a guy that wrote, Paul wrote two thirds of the New Testament and he was a successful businessman with Mm -hmm. a great reputation Mm -hmm. in all of the communities that he spent a lot of time in. You know, like he spent a couple of years in Ephesus and we tried to come against him. You know, the the courts, the judge threw out the case against him, you know, because he just, he he was a, a man of, with a good name. And it really opened my eyes, like, because I'd been trying to find my place that, like, my unique skill set, right? I'm, 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 I bring healing to people. And, uh, and you know, trying to f- fit that into, okay, I'm going to sing in a choir. I'm going to serve as an usher and take the offering or serve on the council. Like, we all have a service to the body of Christ, but is that our ministry? Mm-hmm. And that opened my eyes to the fact that no, that my ministry is is to patients and to my 
team and my staff and to other chiropractors. And uh, I, I know that as I progressed in my faith, I started getting more anxious about being in my chiropractic clinic, wanting to be in church, doing ministry. Mm-hmm. And it just all got turned upside down with that seminar that I went to when I finally realized that, no, my ministry, I, have a, I can have more effect and more impact in ministry not being in the church. Mm, so we, true. You know, we, the church is for equipping people to do ministry. Mm-hmm. That's what Ephesians talks about, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, I mean, I found myself two years later speaking to 200 chiropractors on a Sunday morning sharing. I, I was like the pastor sharing the word that morning. <laughs> this, mm-hmm. this company that I was a part of did the— they had an optional time where the chiropractors that come for this conferences could go to a little Sunday service. And I'm sharing to 200 chiropractors that are like my peeps. Mm-hmm. Like I had a platform with them because they, they get it. And there were salvations that happened that morning. Wow. I was like, wow, this is so cool. Right. That's so cool. And, uh, you know, we opened the door to start praying for patients and, and we, you know, um, pray as a team. Like I've had, I had two chiropractors in our clinic you know, I don't know if it's a coincidence, but all of us love Jesus. We don't go out hiring for that because obviously we can't discriminate. Mm-hmm. But I asked, I've asked, I ask our our doctors, like, so, you know, what what really spurred your faith? Like, what was a turning moment in your faith? And two of the doctors, in fact, one of our newer ones said, "Well, it was it was actually joining your practice." Oh wow! That really got them to come alive in, in their faith. And so um, I think there's a, I think people think that they have to be in the church to do ministry. And we all have a call to do ministry, no matter what we do. Um, you know, the Bible obviously says, like, whatever you do, do it as unto the Lord, right? Um, so there, I, I don't see that there's sacred and secular it's all sacred, mm-hmm. right? Now, there's full-time vocational ministry, um, but um, but I think anybody that that uh, has a everybody has a call in their life. So true. So yeah. Well, let me take a break. When we come back, I want to let my audience know more about the kind of work you do and sure. the ways in which I have personally benefited from your amazing healing touch and how you prayed for me before you knew who I was and before you knew. If I had a faith position, you said, can I pray for you? And that was at the beginning of the first time I I saw you. And I had such bad whiplash from an accident. I got T-boned and I was in really a lot of significant pain. And I think in the course of about three or four visits, I was feeling really good. And and then I've had a a, really a very horrible shoulder pain for about three months. And I finally thought, you know what? What What I haven't done is I haven't checked out Kerry. I haven't gone and seen him. So last week I'm there, and I think I was in your office a total of six minutes. I walked in with pain and walked out without pain. Come on, Carrie, figure that <laughs> God out. That was good. And I haven't had pain since. Oh, and and it, it was I couldn't wrap my arms around my pillow. I'm kind of a side sleeper. Um, and if you move my arm backwards, I was in so much pain. Uh, I was wincing. And yes, you were. Six minutes later, I was not in pain. It's a gift. <laughs> it's crazy, but thank you for that because I'm not in pain right now. 
and I'm very glad for that. All right, we'll take a little break. Talking to Dr. Kerry Johnson from Johnson Spinal Care, and we'll be right back. Listen to Faith Radio Live or on demand no matter where you go. Download the free Faith Radio app in your app store today. I'm back with Dr. Carrie Johnson. And Carrie, I'm going to talk a little bit about your specialty because although you are involved in chiropractic care, you, you limit yourselves to, to a very specific part, which is the uh, the atlas. And I'm going to have you explain that. I got a nice letter from a listener that said, I appreciate uh, you having Dr. Kerry Johnson on your show. You talked about uh, how he helped you and your neck. And shortly after I made an appointment uh, for him to address my sciatica pain in my leg, and he helped me immensely where I had difficulty walking even a few steps without pain almost immediately after seeing Dr. Kerry, the pain subsided and now I'm 99% pain-free. Hmm. Pretty, pretty sweet deal. I kind of mimic my own story. I halfway through chiropractic school in Atlanta and my lower back got so bad I couldn't sit in a desk. Really? And it offered me the opportunity to try a lot of different methods within chiropractic. Yep. And there's, I mean, there's 50 different methods that are maybe even more now uh, that chiropractors can choose to do when they go to school and learn all these different options and treatments. So that's why if you go to 10 different chiropractors, you may get 10 different treatments. And I tried them all. And um, and out of desperation, a classmate said, go see this other guy down. And I would go and see everybody and go see this guy down by the airport. It was an hour drive. And anyways, he took a look at me and took some x-rays of my neck, which I thought was strange, and had me come back the next day, laid me down on a little table, I thought he was getting ready to like adjust me or do yeah. something in my neck, and he says, "Okay, I think we're done." And yeah, it's like, well, you, he didn't do anything. Nothing's happened yet. I didn't feel a thing. That's what I said to and you. He, and he sat me up and took another X-ray and then sent me home. And I was very indignant. My back still hurt. You know, you heard nothing. Four cracked. hours of you wanted your money's worth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he charged me, yes. which a lot of the chiropractors yes. didn't charge students. So, but the next morning, I woke up without pain, any lower back pain. And I haven't had any in 40 years. Yeah, yeah. And it blew my mind. So I went back the next week. I said, well, what did you do? I need to know. And so he showed us what what's – it's a, the broad term is specific upper cervical. Upper cervical is the very upper part of the neck. Mm-hmm. And uh, the atlas actually is the first cervical vertebra, C1. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously called that because it holds up our world, right, taken our from head. Greek mythology. Yep. And so when they named all the body parts – very top bone in the neck is called atlas. And it's a very unique joint because it's the top two joints in the human spine are the only two joints that do not have discs. Mm. Okay, so they're more movable. They're kind of a wild card, aren't they? They really are. And it's a whole different um, mechanical design at the top of the neck, and it's designed so we can move our head in a very wide range of motion. Right, So almost half of our head movements back and forth occur in the top two vertebrae of the, of the spine. Mm-hmm. And so it's a highly movable area. It's a bipedal support instead of tripedals, only two joints instead of three because there's no disc. Mm-hmm. And so it's a very complex joint, but also it becomes then the most susceptible joint to injury. 
And um, I remember getting my bell rung a few times in football, in youth football. And I played hockey, and I had a couple of really significant injuries and, and, you know, seeing stars and stuff like that. And what I realized was that my lower back obviously was connected to my neck, and I didn't know it. And most people have a hard time making that connection. Mm -hmm. But what typically happens is that somewhere in childhood, we get a, an injury that shifts or buckles our head on top of our uh, on top of that top vertebra yes. and misaligns our head on that vertebra. Mm -hmm. Well, the eyes and the balance mechanisms in our middle ear, vestibular apparatus, do not like the head to be unlevel. So when this gets misaligned and our head shifts off the top vertebra, then our we have a mechanism called the writing reflex that brings your head back to level. But in order for the head to get back to level, the body shifts into a distorted posture underneath. Mm -hmm. And so everybody that has had the top vertebra misaligned has a little bit of a posture imbalance. And it shows up in the form of when you lay on your back, you can see a leg drawn up shorter than the other. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's not easy to see sometimes because some people have inverted feet and whatnot. But there will always be a postural imbalance right to left. The muscles along the right side of the spine do not do the same as the muscles on the left side of the spine. And this is the life that people live in. They're, they're unaware, aren't they? They're totally unaware. And that's yeah. why over-the-counter over pain reliever industry is whatever it is, $20 billion yeah. a year. But and people have aches and pains. and yeah. Uh, Carrie, this could be from a nine-year-old that fell off a trampoline when they were nine. Most people are out of a line by the time they're 18 years old. Okay. And if, yeah, you think about a normal childhood. I mean, I actually end up correcting one out of three newborns that I check. And, you know, you're two years old and you do the header off the top bunk. Sure. And you're four or five years old, learn how to ride a bike and mm -hmm. going off of that. You're falling out of hay lofts, trees, like you name it, right? Kids get injured. And uh, most people cannot escape some sort of a, or enough impact to their head and neck to shift that. By the time they're 18, you know, yeah. before they're 18 years old. When I was learning about this, Carrie, and it was described almost as a big breaker switch. And if the breaker switch isn't working, things are not not going to flow. And that made really a lot of sense because as I was dealing with three months of shoulder pain, thinking, do I have a micro tear in my shoulder? Um, did, did something happen? Is it something unrelated? And I thought, I wonder if, if the breaker switch isn't correct. And so I thought if I get that maybe position, maybe Carrie can help, help me with that. Maybe that will open things up. And when you pulled my arm back, remember how loudly I winced? Mm -hmm. Remember yeah, how we, I When squealed? we tried to do a normal range of motion on your arm, it, it locked up when we... You, yeah, it locked and, at a certain point. Yeah, yeah. And so and, you didn't... Yeah, you only had about half the motion in yeah, your but, shoulder that you should have had. Yeah. Then you adjusted me and then you tried it again and I had full range of motion. Just touching under your ear strategically. Yeah. And I thought, well, you're clearly not doing anything, but right. <laughs> it turns out you were because <laughs> the treatment is is so subtle. Yeah. Well, all of them, I mean, the head is a is a, is a a big thing. Like, yeah. It's the size, shape, and weight of a bowling ball yep. sitting on a, you know, a milk bottle, so mm -hmm. to speak. And so when the head shifts, then all of the muscles that go into the shoulder girdle have to pull harder to hold that head in that crooked position. Yeah. And so then your whole shoulder tightens up. So yes, that's, it does. Yeah. So as soon as we get that head balance on your neck, muscles relax, and then you have normal motion in your shoulder. Yeah. Do you yeah. find uh, people with their, their ergonomics from working at computer desks all day and working a mouse and all that, is that causing 
uh, problems or exacerbating when things are out of align? So alignment. The I, I like to use little simple formulas. Okay. So this problem at the very top of the spine, we call it a subluxation. Okay. A subluxation is a misalignment causing nerve pressure. Yeah, there you okay? go. But then when you add stress to the subluxation, and the stress can be physical, chemical, or emotional, but like poor ergonomics at your workstation, sitting at a computer all day is a stress enough. You're right. But then if you're doing it in a little improper position and you're mousing, that's an added stress. And so... You know, you can be out of a line and sitting on a beach in Hawaii and not have a lot of pain, but when you got to go sit at a computer all day long, now you're going to have pain, mm-hmm. right? Well, most people can't just eliminate their job, so what we do is we get rid of the subluxation so they can do the job, even if it's not perfect ergonomics, and still feel better. Mm-hmm. But we tried, I, I I took a whole postgraduate course in ergonomics too, so okay. know, all of our doctors in our clinic, we try to help our patients with that end of it as well. Yeah. But, Carrie, was I the typical patient that says, has anything happened yet? Have you done anything yet? Are oh, we yeah. Are we really done? Because uh, no, I don't yes. think anything's happened. Most everybody does that. Okay. They don't, because they don't really feel the, the correction. Okay. They don't understand it, right? Now, we, so when we have somebody come in, we take a full 3D image of the top of their neck. Okay. Um, we actually, since you even started, we, we have a cone beam computed tomography. It's a very low radiation dose, but high, high, highly sophisticated image of the, of the whole head and neck. Mm-hmm. And then we analyze it in three dimensions and calculate what, because each person is misaligned in a very particular pathway. Mm-hmm. And through this analysis based on math and physics, we can calculate what the exact reduction pathway is for that misalignment to take them back to their normal position. And if we if we can calculate it accurately enough, the amount of force needed to bring it to a, a line position is very little. Yeah. Um, and and so that's why we can deliver a, a correction, you know, on somebody that's 95 years old and never have to worry about harming them. Yeah, that's fascinating. So we're going to go to break, but uh, are you okay with opening up for some questions? Sure. From listeners? Sure. Yeah. We're talking about a chiropractic care called NUCA, which is the National Upper Cervical Chiropractic Upper Association. Upper Cervical Chiropractic Association. Mm-hmm. And it's that those little bones that your head sits on. And, you know, I see uh, people when they're all locked up and they go to look to the right or the left and their head barely turns. They have to twist their whole torso. Mm-hmm. You probably see a lot of that. Just got a, a note from a listener that says, the Delta flight attendants say thank you. Um, Nuka's made a big change and I'm so much better. Mm-hmm. Isn't that nice? Yeah. Well, you know, our office down in Apple Valley wasn't too far from Egan where the Delta, right. you know, so we've seen a lot of flight attendants and I pilots bet. over the I years. Bet. Yep. But if you have a question about uh, nerve pain or pain that you've had struggles with, maybe uh, something like Nuka would be the answer for you. If you have a question, let me know what it is for Dr. Kerry Johnson, 877-933-2484. Eight seven seven nine three three two four eight four. We'll be right back.
let's get it started. Jump in your car. Yeah. What's for dinner? Hey. It's the afternoon show with Bill Arno. I am completely fascinated by God's design of the human body and how it works. And I'm very grateful that there are natural healing solutions when things get out of whack. My guest is Dr. Kerry Johnson. He specializes in NUCA, um, uh, which is upper cervical care. It's that those little bones at the top of your spine that your head sits on. And when those get out of whack, boy, uh, there's going to be all kinds of problems. So his, um, his specialty is to help adjust that to allow you to uh, have things working again. And I've been a patient of his um, for four years. Four years ago, I came and I had bad whiplash uh, from a T-bone car accident. My car was totaled and I was in a lot of pain and he cured me of that pain. And then last week, after three months of shoulder pain, I was there for six minutes and now I have no shoulder pain. So there you go. I'm not trying to help him get business. He doesn't need any but I'm just fascinated <laughs> by the way the human body works, and he's here to explain it so beautifully with lots of questions coming in. Kerry, uh, can I just start firing some questions at you? Sure. Okay, what about frequent unexplained dizziness? Um, so, again, our brain gets information on balance and position from our middle ear, from our eyes, and from the joint sensors in the very top vertebrae in the, in the upper neck. In fact, there are more, um, they're, they're called mechanoreceptors, little nerve endings in the joint mm-hmm. that signal to the brain the position of the joint. And there's a whole lot of them in the upper neck because of all of the motion we have up there. The brain needs to have more accurate information from that joint than it would our finger joint because of all the mobility and, um, and because it's right next to the brain. So uh, if there's a mess up in either the brain itself you know, tumor or something like that, or if there's a problem in your middle ear, or if there's a problem with the misalignment of the very top of your neck, or combinations of those sometimes, you can have balance issues and dizziness and or vertical. Mm-hmm. The the classic vertical where the world is spinning yes. is often a, a middle ear problem. But if it's a if it's a dizziness where like the room's moving or you're off balance you know, that's almost always attributed to problems in the very top of the neck. Not almost always, but very commonly. Mm-hmm. Well, here's another middle ear question that, that came in. Um, middle ear dysfunction. I've had fluid in my middle ear for three years, and it's not due to infection. So that the ear feels like I'm hearing underwater. Mm-hmm. Could an adjustment, a NUCA adjustment, help something like this? Well, it, it has. And again, you know, I... Um, I always want to talk about like what NUCA can help and what it can't help, sure. you know, with a little bit of caution because there's a lot of other reasons why you can have, you know, middle ear problems. But the eustachian tube, so the sinuses actually go right into the middle ear and then there's a, a tube that drains the middle ear down into the throat called the eustachian tube. And so if you shift your head and neck and you're misaligned up there, and all of your neck muscles have to pull really hard to hold your head in a crooked position, Those, anytime you contract a muscle, it gets bigger, right? You contract your biceps and mm-hmm. get the big old bulge that pops up. Well, some more than others. <laughs> uh, and um, that's the same thing with every muscle. When it contracts, it gets bigger in diameter. So if you got really tight muscles in your upper neck and they get bigger, there's not a lot of room for that eustachian tube to tube to get through there and it just can pinch it and mm-hmm. cause that 
that um, blockage in the in the middle ear. Mm. All right. And so oftentimes we get somebody back in a line. I'll have patients laying on the table and they'll feel like their sinuses open up or their ear drains out right as they're getting adjusted. Wow. Boy, that must be an exciting moment for them. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yes. Just like it was for me last mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. All right. How does NUCA different from the Blair technique or use of activator with Atlas adjustment? Right. You better know how to answer that one because I don't even know what that question means. <laughs> well, activator is a little tool that chiropractors use. Oh, okay. Uh, and it's it's basically a little instrument and it, it's, it makes a clicking sound. And basically what it is, it's just very high velocity, low amplitude adjustment. And so you can adjust a vertebra with an activator and, and again, you don't feel much happening. Okay. What distinguishes NUCA from just using an activator, like there's actually some techniques uh, that are similar to NUCA that use an instrument uh, that could be likened to a an activator. But the activator doesn't uh, necessarily introduce the force on an exact vector that we calculate. Mm-hmm. So that's really the difference. Blair looks at the upper neck, uh, and it is an upper cervical procedure, and it looks at an upper neck, at the upper neck, um, joints a little bit differently than what an orthogonal-based procedure like NUCA does. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I know Blair doctors that, that get results um, with a lot of people as well. Mm-hmm. Dr. Kerry Johnson is my guest. He is a NUCA specialist, and I've had incredible uh, blessing from his healing power, thanks to the Lord, because he always said, praise Jesus as Come you're on. doing it. Come on. Yeah, bring it on. Uh, so here's another question, uh, Kerry. What causes the knots or stingers under the shoulder blades? Stress. Okay. I mean, usually, again, if the body is out of balance, and then um, most often you're you're on some sort of an ergonomic stress when you like problems in that middle upper back, mm-hmm. whole shoulder girdle, shoulder blade area often do relate to our sitting postures and, you know, screen time. That's usually when I see that people have to sit for work. Sitting is really the kind of the worst position known to humankind. Yeah. And um, so often we'll see those types of issues with those types of jobs. Mm -hmm. But obviously, you know, there could be a nerve pinch there, Mm -hmm. um, you know, in that middle back that's irritating the nerve that goes to the muscle that's under the shoulder blade. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you, you have to differentially diagnose anybody that has a pain. Is this a chiropractic problem or is it something else going on? Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Kerry, my husband has been in severe pain for months. Um, He thought it was sciatica. He's been to a chiropractor without any relief. Um, He uh, also still has all the sciatica pain through his lower back down through his hip to his knee. Is there anything that could be done with the technique you use to help this? He cannot lay down and has been sleeping in a recliner for months. No pain meds help. Yeah, you know, the, the the big answer to that is I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure. Because, again, there's a lot of reasons why somebody could have that radiating type of pain. Um, generally, if you've got a problem, pain that's firing down the leg, it's usually a good idea to get an MRI um, to actually look at all the structures in the lower back mm-hmm. and, and possibly an EMG to pinpoint exactly where the source of that pain is coming from. But generally speaking, you know, any unexplained pain, 
that, you know, patients or people have been to the doctor and they've been to the specialists and they've tried all, you know, we, we kind of have a reputation for like helping the people that have tried all the other stuff. Mm-hmm. And kind of the saying I have is that if yours is not a nuka problem, nuka won't help you. But if it is a nuka problem, nothing else is likely to help you. Right. If your problem is because of what's going on right at the top of your neck, if you don't fix that, then your problem won't problem won't go away. Mm-hmm. All right. I was wondering if nuka could help me. I've got a pinched nerve pain from an ongoing problem with a herniated disc at C6 and C7. Had an MRI back in 2013. I use a neck traction machine when it acts up and get relief, but it comes back depending on if I lay on my side to sleep or just lifting grocery bags. Mm. So the broader picture of what we do is we align the body to vertical axis. So if somebody is standing and you take a point right at between the center of their ankle bones, like between their feet when they're Mm -hmm. standing, if you drew a vertical line up from that point, that line should pass through the exact center of your spine, exact center of your head. In other words, your whole body and spine are aligned and right with gravity. Okay. When you misalign the top of your neck and then the body has to shift sideways to compensate for that, then that our body, our spine is not lined up with that center of gravity. It is not aligned with gravity. It's not right with gravity. So now you have this poor little disc between the vertebrae or discs at each level. Uh, and discs make up about a quarter of our height of our spine, right? That's why as we age, we shrink. Most of that shrinkage is occurring at our discs. And so if you've got the pelvis shifted off center, off vertical axis, off that vertical, now the weight that's that the disc is carrying from everything above it that the left side of the disc isn't bearing the same weight as the right side of the disc. Mm-hmm. It's imbalanced. And it's just like taking a, you know, the disc that have a little jelly right in the middle of them. So if you take a jelly donut and you push more weight on one side of it, what happens to the jelly in that donut? It pushes out to the other side. Mm-hmm. That's what exactly happens with our discs. And so what we find is that when we balance the head and the neck, and the rest of the body comes into alignment. We actually have an instrument that measures how much weight you're putting on each leg when you stand, right? And people out of a line can put – I had just had a lady this week that she had like 40 pounds more weight on one leg than the other when she's standing because wow. she was so out of balance and not right with gravity. When you align the spine then and bring it in its true position aligned with gravity, that gives the opportunity for discs to heal, for that jelly to come back more into the center of the disc where it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So we've helped a lot of people with disc problems. Yeah. And Carrie, not everybody because if that disc is blown out, there there's times they just need to have a surgery to fix it. Right. So but your your care for dealing with the condition of the atlas that your that little bone your head sits on is it's quite disarming cuz I know traditionally when you would see a chiropractor you might hear I don't know, Three Stooges noises coming out of your, <laughs> your body cracking with bones and things. Sure. And it seems like it's it can be forceful, it can be very helpful, mm-hmm. but your treatment is so gentle, almost as if nothing's happening. And there's something 
incredible about the way when that bone gets pushed back into alignment and allows everything else to get into alignment, that your body is no longer overcompensating for the fact that your head isn't aligned and you're trying to compensate by getting your eyes focused and everything else that's causing all the problems. It is a gift to humanity. I'm telling you, this chiropractic procedure, I was the only NUCA doctor in Minnesota my first 10 years, and I decided, you know what? Other people need to do this. Like if you're listening and you're a young person and you're thinking about a really cool vocation, <laughs> like I, I go to work every Monday and I'm like, I'm so grateful. Like there's just not, if I were going to choose one single thing in all of healthcare mm-hmm. that could have the most impact on the most people, I'm doing it. Wow. And so it is such a gift and I'm so grateful that I stumbled upon this because it wasn't taught in the school. It's only taught in a few schools in the country. Mm-hmm. And I'm fortunate now to be able to actually teach this as an elective at Northwestern Health Sciences University in Bloomington. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, that's my my mission at this point. Like, I'm winding down seeing patients. Like, if you call our clinic and make an appointment, you probably end up seeing one of our other doctors. I know. I had to wait to get but an appointment to see you. It took me a little while. But all of our doctors are amazing. Yeah. And we work together on cases, and so you don't even, you, you don't even worry about that, right? Right, right. But, you know, my goal is to interest as many students as possible in doing this work because it is such a gift to, to humanity. Yeah. And, you know, our, my purpose is to help you live your purpose. Right. And, and if you can and, do it without pain and, yeah. and um, yeah, yeah, for sure. I was miserable for three months. I w- didn't want to complain, but I, it was really hard because of yeah. the shoulder pain. Mm-hmm. And I thought, hmm, the one thing I haven't done is I didn't give you a, 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 a whack at it. <laughs> Six minutes later, that's I was kind out of, of pain. what our patients will go through. Like, I know. They, you know, like I had a I had a lady come in. She, I shouldn't even say these things because there's other reasons for it. But I just had a lady that came and she'd been with me for about three months as a patient, mm-hmm. and she said, "You know what? I realize like when I'm not in a line, my bladder doesn't empty completely." Sure. And she says, "So like, I know I'm out of a line because I have to get up and go to the bathroom three times a night when I go out of adjustment." Interesting. <laughs> right? Yeah. Our nervous system is the master system over everything that happens in the body. Yeah. Right? It's the master system, and and it's a grand central station neurologically right where the head meets your neck. Yeah. And so you, problems there can can cause a lot of different issues. There's another question, Carrie. Is NUCA nervous system-based? Um, I would, if you would have asked me that question five years ago, I would have said 100%. Okay. But technology is actually <laughs> helping us to understand that there's so much more at the very top of the neck besides nerve flow. Mm-hmm. Um, research is actually demonstrating that misalignment of the top of the spine can actually disrupt CSF, cerebral spinal fluid flow, and blood flow in and out of the head. Oh, wow. Which affects brain health itself. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. I, I never, I've been helping people with migraine headaches, you know, for my 37 years now. I never dreamt in my lifetime I would understand why, what the mechanism of it, it is. But MRI technology is helping us to understand, yeah, it's it's a blood flow problem. Hmm, so interesting. Yes. Dr. Kerry Johnson is my guest. You can learn more about him at johnsonspinalcare.com. And if you have a question about maybe some pain you have and would this be helpful, let, let me know what it is. We'll be right back in just a minute. Faith Radio and Afternoons with Bill podcasts are available because of listener support. If you are a supporter, 
Thank you so much. Becoming a supporter today by visiting MyFaithRadio.com. I am back with Dr. Kerry Johnson. Kerry is uh, a NUCCA, N-U-C-C-A, the National Upper Cervical Chiropractic, Chiropractic Association. Association. Yeah. It's that little bone that sits at the very top of your spine. And when your head's not in alignment, your body will compensate to try to walk straight and look straight. And it will create all a, a five alarm fire in your body. And it can cause pain and discomfort. And I've been to carry a couple of times, once with whiplash four years ago and just last week with my shoulder pain. And I thought, you know what? I want to talk about this again because God creates an amazing, he creates us in such an amazing way. And that with the right kind of care, we can have a lot of relief from a lot of pain. And there's a lot of people in pain. And Carrie, you've got a kingdom business. Uh, recently, yep. you just raised money to well, you put know, a well in I Africa. I used to separate out, like, there's the miraculous God healing, and then there's what we do, nuka. Yeah. That's explained by science. But what I realized was I was robbing God when I called it that, because nuka was a gift to bring healing to people as well. It's all God. He gives us... He put me in that place to first experience it, understand it, learn about it, right? Become a master at it, and it's it's all God's. And uh, so, yeah, it it is a gift. Mm-hmm. I know there's going to be a lot of people interested. Uh, are there Nuka doctors throughout the country? And how would I there get a are. hold of yeah, one if, if, I'm in, to, if I live in Fargo? If, how are you going to help me? Well, Fargo's a problem. We've been trying to. We've had. A, we probably have forty, fifty people that come from North Dakota. Okay, your clinic. I've been. I've been teaching this for a dozen years, and every class I say, any of you from North Dakota? Okay. And I'll get a couple hands, and I say, are any of you going to go back to North Dakota? And then nobody does. Okay, well, shame on them. Kids want to live down here, right? So I've been trying to find somebody that would do NUCA up there for a dozen years now. But um, if you go to NUCA.org, N-U-C-C-A.org, that's where you get a directory of all the NUCA doctors around the country. Okay. Yeah. N-U-C-C-A.org. Dot O-R-G. Yeah. All right. Would this uh, help alleviate restless leg syndrome and or trigeminal neuralgia? Restless leg can be a tough one because there are a lot of other reasons for that. Okay. Um, You can have neuropathy where the nerves are just kind of slowly dying. Um, You can have diabetes, which can cause, you know, the nerves to die in your leg and cause that kind of stuff. There's nutritional deficiencies. So there's a lot of other things that can be a trigger for restless leg, but we have helped people with restless leg syndrome. Um, Trigeminal neuralgia, like before powerful medications were available, it used to be known as a suicide disease. Like it's a horrible pain in the face. And um, again, MRI technology is helping us to understand how I've helped people with trigeminal neuralgia, and and we have. Um, We Actually, about 20 years ago, I saw the president of the local support group and she was off her medication within a month and ended up referring probably 50 different TN patients to her clinic over the next several years. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, but it's, uh, that one can be a real – people suffer with that. Yeah. I remember uh, the first time I walked into your office, because I'm, I'm a hockey fan, I like hockey, and I saw all these jerseys up on the wall from professional players that come in to get adjusted because they take some pretty hard hits, and they get knocked out of whack pretty easy, don't they? 
Yeah, well, and as we saw more of them, we had to switch to sign sign pictures instead of jerseys because there were too many jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have a place to put the jerseys. Yeah. So yeah, we've I've worked with some NHL guys. Yeah, yeah, and they they realize like their performance is better when they're balanced and in a line. Uh, they breathe better. They have more energy towards the end of shifts and towards the end of games. And yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Carrie, a question a listener was curious of was if you go on this list of nuka.org, uh, can we expect that there will be reputable and well-trained practitioners? There's never a guarantee. And I know Nuka really tries to police its website and directory. Okay. Uh, like, like doctors that want to be in the directory have to go to a, a, a Nuka conference, which are offered twice a year, mm-hmm. at least once every two years. So at least we know doctors are making the commitment to go to a, the training conferences that Nuka, you know, puts mm-hmm. on, but there's never a guarantee. The other pitfall I've seen is uh, they'll do a search, web search for Nuka chiropractor, mm-hmm. and then, you know, these SEO companies put in all the chiropractic terms they can put in sure. to get people to go to their website. And so you'll click on a, on a site that says Nuka chiropractic, but it was just an SEO term they threw in their website and they, they don't really do Nuka. So you really need to go to the Nuka directory if you're to be sure that you're going to have somebody that, that does Nuka. And also you can look on their directory. They, they have different levels of, of certification in this procedure. Um, and so you can look up your doctor to find out where they're at in that in that process as mm-hmm. well. Here's another uh, whiplash person, only going less than 10 miles an hour. It bruised uh, my ear, and I I wouldn't have known it, but after five days, I developed a sharp pain between my spine and shoulder blade, and it radiates into my arm. Been to three different chiropractors and a muscle therapist. Haven't gotten any relief. Mm-hmm. You think Nuka would help? It's interesting because, um, you know, low-impact um Collisions, you wouldn't think they do much, but sometimes that head just, if you're not expecting, that head can move in funny ways, yeah. that old bowling ball at the top. And so I've I've seen people get injured sometimes in the lower speed collisions because the force is transferred right to the occupant versus sometimes the bigger collisions, the car absorbs a lot of the... The crumple zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So, um, yeah, I, we don't necessarily prejudge at all the amount of trauma that somebody's had or perceived trauma, um, it can cause a problem at, at, the, at the top of the neck. And problems at the top of the neck can cause all of those symptoms that this listener just mentioned. Mm-hmm. What about things like hanging upside down, uh, proper breathing? A listener says that has been helping him. Well, I, I kind of always say, listen to your body. Sure. And if you if your body's telling you that it's helpful, mm-hmm. then that's okay. I have a little bit of a concern if somebody over 50 hanging upside down mm-hmm. because as we age, there's little back check valves in our blood vessels that keep blood, especially in the veins from going backwards. Right. And, uh, as we age, those little check valves don't work as well. Mm, so if you, if you're getting older and you're hanging upside down, it could increase the intracranial blood pressure. Right. And so, you know, we certainly don't want to have anybody to have a, a cerebral vascular accident or a little stroke because they've been hanging upside down. Um, so I, I don't reckon, re- recommend inversion tables for somebody that's over 50 years old. Interesting. That is really interesting. Mm-hmm. A lot of the people that want inversion tables that I've talked to are a little bit older. They're older. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, you know, it's a, is it a big risk? 
probably not, but I don't like to take risk. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. So the and uh, you know, and the other thing I can say is that just like a lot of treatments, it can help with the symptom, but is it really getting at the cause of the problem? Mm-hmm. So such a good point. All right, Carrie, I'm going to direct people to your website, johnsonspinalcare.com. I think you've got several offices here in the Twin Cities area, and you have people that drive in from all over to come see you, don't they? Yes, yes, thank you. And I mentioned, too, we, we, we don't charge for a consultation. Our first visit with everybody is a conversation, not a commitment. Yeah. And we're, we're the first ones to tell people if we think that's something they can help with or we can't. Mm-hmm. But the best way to... You know, it's hard to tell people on the phone or online, like, sure. it, you know, if we can help them without taking a look. Mm-hmm. Appreciate appreciate yeah. that, and appreciate the way you helped me last week. Honestly, I I was so cautiously optimistic. I'd wake up the next morning and go, mm-hmm. I wonder if it's coming back. <laughs> and then it didn't. And then the next day, it didn't come back again. And then I thought, well, I'm going to push it harder in the gym today and see if it's causing pain, and it didn't. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, well, maybe... I, the day after I wake up after my hard workout, I'll be hurting. I wasn't. So thank you. Yes. And, you're welcome. and to God be the glory. Yes, 100%. Yep, 100%. Thank you. Yeah. Yep. Dr. Kerry Johnson has been my guest. You can go learn more about him at johnsonspinalcare.com. And thank you for spending time with me today. I hope you've enjoyed the show. If you missed any of it, you know, I repeat myself often, but you can go to myfaithradio.com. The afternoon with Bill Show pages there. You can hear anything from the beginning. Have a great night as you lay your head on the pillow. Know that God's working on his great plan in your life. I'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Programming like this is made available through your support. Information available at MyFaithRadio.com.